Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. This is comeback time for everyone in tennis, and Serena Williams pushed the theme to the extreme this last Tuesday. In her first match in six months, and the first since the coronavirus pandemic began, Williams lost the first set to the unseeded Bernarda Pera on the top seed open, and found herself down 0-40 on her serve at the 4-4 in the second. There was no crowd to lift Williams. I mean, the tournament is being played without spectators, like a lot of other sports leagues are implementing into their games as they're starting up again, with the sounds of passing traffic, including the occasional cement mixer replacing the normal roars of a crowd. She is trying to get back into her pattern of success, no doubt, but she is still and always will be resilient. If Williams thought that she had seen and heard it all in tennis by the age of 38, 2020 has given her a completely new landscape and a new set of challenges to go along with it. The Top Seed Open, a new event that replaced the City Open Women's Tournament on the calendar this year, has quite a field for a low-level tour stop. It includes Coco Goff, now only 16, so like our age, which is crazy, who made her own successful return to the tour with a tough 7-5 and 7-5 victory over Carolyn Dolehyde. It was Goff's first match since losing to the eventual champion, Sophia Keenan, in the fourth round of the Australian Open in January. Before the pandemic, the focus was on the age restrictions that kept Goff from playing in tournaments as a teenager. But after a five-month hiatus, those restrictions are no longer an issue, which is amazing to hear. The challenge is finding enough tournaments for anyone to play, though. The players will travel next to New York City to play the Western and Southern Open and the U.S. Open, which, because of the scheduling changes caused by the coronavirus, will be played back-to-back at the USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center in Queens. Playing in an empty, temporary stadium in a private Kentucky club will not be quite the same as playing in an empty Arthur Ashe Stadium with a capacity of more than 20,000. Serena said, and I quote, I think being in New York will be a little different because this is like a solo court. It's small, so this kind of reminds me of the junior days. There was something kind of nostalgic about that, end quote. It is a new tennis world, for sure, and there are absolutely no guarantees that more Grand Slam titles await Williams. She has been chasing her 24th without success since returning from her pregnancy in 2018. And by the way, her daughter Olympia is so adorable. But Williams looked fit and eager again on Tuesday as she proved that she still knows how to win, even when she is not yet at her best. Like what you hear so far? 
Make sure you never miss a show by clicking that subscribe button right now. This podcast, Punchline Podcast, is made possible by listeners like you. I appreciate all the support, the love, and the shoutouts that I'm getting. My podcast is still getting out there. We've got a global audience. It's growing. Everything is doing great. And I only hope that I can reach more people with the messages that I'm giving and allow for more exposure for my guests. And yes, I'm having more guests coming up very soon. So stay tuned for those. And now let's get back to our regular scheduled programming. Thank you so much. Let's take a look at Stephen Curry, the most renowned long distance shooter currently in basketball, was driving home this past Sunday from what he described as a true bucket list experience. Curry followed the last three groups at the PGA Golf Championship from the closest vantage point that he could have imagined for such a prestigious event. Curry was among the select few who had the juice to gain entry to TPC Harding Park in San Francisco when it was closed to the public. It was not terribly surprising that given um, Curry had just led the Golden State Warriors to three championships in only five years and won back-to-back NBA MVP awards at the start of the run. That the experience was such a pinch-me scenario for him should also be understandable by now. Curry openly loves golf and everything about it, as much as he relishes shooting three-pointers from a distance. Yet, these are also strange times for Stephen Curry, which made the next-level access at the year's first golf major even more meaningful. It was an escape from the constant reminders that he and his warriors are somehow irrelevant in the NBA for right now. He said, quote, Obviously, I was happy to see basketball back on TV, but that first week I had major FOMO. And Curry, to end the quote, said the term using the popular word that stands for fear of missing out, that acronym means fear of missing out just in case you didn't know what it meant and he also said quote once you see braun and Kawhi and pg go at it and you remember how much fun it is to play in those types of games and that kind of level you miss it badly curry added referring to the july 30th showdown between lebron james's los angeles lakers and the los angeles clippers Kawhi leonard and paul george And yes, of course, we all know Kawhi Leonard left the Raptors to go to the Clippers. I'm not going to talk about it on this show because I have a lot of people from Toronto in the audience and I have some people from LA who are also in the audience. So I'm not going to speak on it. That deserves a whole other episode on its own. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in today. I guess you beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. And thank you for tuning in once again. I am very excited to see where this show is going to go. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share the show if you like what you hear. Because I appreciate a good shout out every now and then. You know what I mean? So don't forget to also follow me on Instagram the show at punchline podcast and for me at hannah flores the poet you already know that it's streaming everywhere spotify apple podcast google play 
Podbean, Stitcher, everything. So please go check it out and keep listening. And yes, I really did just post another episode in two days. So yes, back-to-back episodes. Let's see how this goes. Maybe I'll do an episode every day. Who knows? But anyways, thank you for listening. And that is a wrap. Have a great day.